Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. Parents, welcome back to the journey. This is Dan Panetti. Got good friend Scott Turner. The name uh, for those Prestonwood people is probably pretty familiar. Scott is an associate pastor at Prestonwood. Came on a couple of years ago. Yes. Um, but he's also a, uh, a former PCA parent. Yes. So this goes back in the day. Um, uh, Solomon, uh, your nephew, you yeah. got to raise, and he was the same age as my Parker. Right. Um, so we got to do a lot of life together. Yeah, um, and a lot of that life was actually out on the field. Right. Because <laughs> Solomon uh, and Parker used to play football together. Yeah. Uh, and that's a little bit about your background too, mm-hmm. right? You came up, uh, got to play football, um, you know, high school, college, on into the NFL for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know you have a love and a passion for that. Right. But we're going to talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, parents might be thinking, well, how Scott Turner, who's got a, a background in football, mm-hmm. and now he's in the ministry as a pastor, <clears throat> what does he know about politics? Right. And it's interesting because you know a lot about politics. Mm-hmm. You've actually, uh, you've run for Congress. You've served in the Texas legislature. Uh, you've served in the White House um, under Dr. Ben Carson. So you've been in the political realm for a long time. Right. Um, and you're, you're kind of a seasoned veteran in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk to you and have you share with our parents as we're coming up to this November election, mm-hmm. uh, what are things that they need to know and understand so that they can be informed mm-hmm. Um, so that they can be inspired to go vote. I know a lot of people are, you know, oh, anti-politics and, you know, politics is this and politics is that. You hear it all the time. What would you say to our parents Mm -hmm. as we come up to this November election that they need to know and understand? Well, thank you, Dan. It's great to be with you and uh, happy to be with the parents. Yes. Via this podcast. Uh, And yes, you know, um, the Lord gave me a great athletic ability uh, that I was able to steward for a good little while, yes. uh, all into the NFL, and uh, and then transition from the NFL to um, government service by way of the House of Representatives in Texas, and then on to the White House. Mm. And really, the core of that is servant leadership. Yes, the core of that is to use the platform that the Lord gave me, uh, and to serve our fellow man, to serve the citizens of this country. And to utilize uh, the principles of being a a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and allow that light to shine through me to the constituency that I was the steward over. Mm -hmm. And so for the parents that are listening, uh, I would encourage you uh, to understand and to know uh, that voting in the upcoming election is paramount and it has to be priority Because we have one country, the United States of America. We have one life to live. And God has given us a great opportunity to be involved in the civic process. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me having been uh, on both sides of it as an elected official and then, you know, now as a private citizen, I understand it uh, even more so the importance of having the right people uh, represent us in the political process. And so I would encourage the parents. Uh, to get educated on those that are 
uh, running for office because this is a big election coming up in November. Yeah. Uh, it is the general election. Uh, both here in Texas, we have statewide that are running from the governor from to the lieutenant governor, governor right. to the attorney yes. general. The entire uh, House, the of, entire Congress, House right? of Representatives. Representatives up for election. Yes. And so. federally, you got a third of the senators, I believe, that mm-hmm. are up. And so it is important yes. uh, that you know who your House of Representative um, individual is in the district that you live in. And also, uh, as far as the Senate, which senators, uh, if any, are up. And so be engaged because it's not just for us, but it's for those that come behind us. Yes. Because as these policies are implemented both here in the great state of Texas and also in our country, they have generational impact. And so don't just sweep it aside or, oh, it's politics, I don't get involved. You are called to get involved uh, as a responsible man and woman uh, that, had, that lives in this great country. Uh, to go vote. Yeah. So I want to steward my vote the best I can. Yes. Uh, what are some things that I, I need to know? Uh, when I when I walk into that ballot box, right, and I'm going to check those names mm-hmm. and things like that, mm-hmm. um, how do I get the information? What are things I need to be looking for? Am I, am I you know, voting for a person, a party? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, am I looking at principles? What, what are some things that I need to know before I go into that ballot box? Well, the number one thing is we have to vote our principles. Mm-hmm. Vote for those individuals that stand... Uh, as best as you can tell, by way of researching them, by way of contacting um, these uh, Christian organizations that put out voter guides, yeah. that put out uh, biographies, if you will, on each candidate of what they believe. You know, it takes time. It takes a little research. But there's so much information that it's a shame for us not to know right. who we're voting for. But the number one thing, vote your principles. Vote for those who uphold the same principles as you do. And remember, we're believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. We're Christians first, above party, above politics. But as Christians, we ought to be engaged in the civic process. So educate yourself on who the candidate is and what they stand for. And then understand where it is that you are to vote and know what those dates are that you're supposed to vote. And put it on your calendar and go do it so that you know now, hey, I have done my civic duty. And everyone in your household that is an eligible voter, uh, it's always a great joy to go together. Yeah, you know, there's a number of churches that have kind of shied away from, mm-hmm. stayed away from mm-hmm. um, talking about anything political. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Pastor Graham and Prestonwood, um, you know, they jump in both feet. Right. Uh, they've got a community impact team mm-hmm. uh, that will put out, um, you know, voter registration cards, you know, before leading up to. Because if you're not registered to vote, can't vote. Right. Got to start with that. Um, but then they'll put out voters guides. Um, they'll actually do a candidate forum um, where you can yes. come in and you can see the candidates and meet them and, and you know get to listen to them or whatever. And so I, I think it's an interesting thing that as um, I, I kind of think of that, that younger, that 35 and younger kind of generation, um, they haven't really understood the importance maybe of politics um, and as a Christian being informed. And so they don't see the role of the church um, as an opportunity to really educate and train and equip you to go and be involved in your community. And politics is just one of those areas of service. Um, And so some of them kind of are, you know, they shy away from that. 
Um, but our, our church doesn't. Right. Prestonwood doesn't. They, right. they love to uh, equip you to, to serve and to make a difference in the community. Politics right. is one of those ways of doing it. It's not the only way, but it is a really important aspect mm-hmm. um, because that particular area of service impacts the lives of so many other people. That's right. Um, you know, Pastor Graham just, just talked about this last Sunday as, as we're recording this, right? When people talk about politics, it's like, well, politics deals with policies which deal with principles, right? Which deal with people. That's right. And that's why it's important, that's right? Because right. the lives of people are affected mm-hmm. by the people that we're going to go vote for. Amen. And the opportunities that you're going to be given, um, the freedoms that you have. And so, you know, when we think about this is, um, you know, the freedoms that are written down in our constitution um, need to be protected and upheld by the people that we put into office. Amen. And so, you know, you and I love that, you know, the Constitution says we have uh, a religious freedom, right? Mm-hmm. The, the right to freely exercise um, our particular religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a number of people that would like to say, no, you can't do that. Right. Um, and politics is a way to make sure that we ensure that the religious liberty, the right to free speech, the right to keep and bear arms, the right to protect the unborn, all of those things are still protected right. uh, in the right way. Amen. And so I think that's a really important po- po- you know, process is to think through those things mm-hmm. uh, and then find people who uphold those particular values that you have and put them into office. Amen. Um, what, what else um, as far as, um, you know, you talked about this being a general election. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe a lot of people don't understand what that means. Mm-hmm. What what is what is that? Is that different than um, another form of election process that you have? Like I was thinking, like primary, primary. general. What's the difference between those two? So the primary, uh, which usually is in March, mm-hmm. that is where multiple candidates uh, from each party uh, are on the ballot, mm-hmm. and you vote for your particular candidate, and whoever wins the primary is the one that goes to the general election and it's usually one person per party. Yeah. And that's the person that will represent that said party uh, in that election, the general election. So the primary is multiple candidates on the ballot per party. And in the general election, it's one candidate. Yeah. Uh, per now, party. It's, it's amazing. Cause I mean, you've been through the election process on the ballot mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know how few people show up for a primary election. Right which is amazing. A lot of people will show up for a general election, right? but very, very few people show up in that primary election where you actually get to put, you get to pick which Republican or Democrat or whatever your right. party is, you get to pick which person goes on there. Mm-hmm. And then when you show up in the general election, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's, there's one name, there's That's Scott it. Turner versus the other person. And if you don't like Scott Turner and he's in the party that you are affiliated with, or you feel holds your particular values, it's like, well, you know, you could have voted for somebody different in the primary, but mm-hmm. now you've got Scott Turner. And right. so that's a really important process to go through. I think a lot of people pay attention mm-hmm. at the general election, mm-hmm. right? But they don't pay attention in the primary. primary. And I think it's really important, you know, as, as we're looking at this general election coming up, is to be reminded, yes. hey, this is a full year-long process that I need to be a pay- paying attention to. Right. But then the other thing is I think we need to pay attention as well once we vote for people, what they go and do as they serve our particular community. Right. What would you say to, the, to that concept? Well, I would say to stay engaged mm-hmm. uh, because as public servants, which is what politicians are supposed to be. That's right. Is a servant to the public. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Right. I, I watched Jim Stewart. <laughs> I watched the movie. <laughs> I'll take you back. Right. And so yeah. to stay engaged. Now, obviously, you're not going to follow them every single day, albeit we do have people that are involved in that process. I bet you do. But to understand um, the person who wins the election 
in particular, if it's the person that represents uh, your community mm-hmm. and your party, mm-hmm. are they doing what they said they would do right. and how they carry in themselves? And also to pray for them as they go into office. We're called to pray for our mm, leaders. That's a good reminder. And so we have to be reminded to pray for yeah. our leaders, even though they may not be the one whom we voted for or the one whom we want to be in office. As believers, it's our duty to pray for those that God has put in uh, authority. Yeah. And as hard as it may be, uh, that's our duty yeah. is to pray because... Um, that's what God calls us to do. You know, I think it's an interesting concept when you go back to looking at the Old Testament when, um, you know, God allowed for the nation of Israel to have kings. Right. Uh, you know, and you watch Saul and you watch David and you watch Solomon and then you watch a really a bunch of bad ones. Um, but God always kind of held the um, the leader responsible for the nation that they were leading. Right. And it's kind of an interesting concept because if you think about America, we don't have a king. Nope. Right? The, the, in a sense... The leader of America are the people, right? Right. We the, we the people, we the people, right? We the people then get to place people in yes. positions of leadership, but they're responsible to us. Yes. And so, in some right concept that I think you know we need to understand as Americans is when we look at leadership and we um, blame them for the direction of the country, some of that responsibility really comes back to us. Yes. As we, it, this is our country. Right, and it's set up so that we can elect people and put them into uh, you know opportunities to serve, mm-hmm. right? But if they're not moving in the right direction, it's our responsibility right. then to replace them and put people in to office yes. that are going in the right direction. So I think you know go go back and, and read that Old Testament mm-hmm. and and get that idea of what the king is, mm-hmm. and then go okay. So who's the king today? It's mm-hmm. like you are. It's us. Yeah, the people. The people. Yeah. Right. So great responsibility on there. Um, anything else you would tell people coming up to the election that they need to? to know or to do or to think about? I would say, Dan, to make it a priority mm-hmm. uh, and really take time to reflect on where we are as a country yeah. uh, and understand that we cannot take that for granted, and particularly those of us who have children and grandchildren, yeah. uh, because we want to leave this country better off, you know, and Lord willing that our children outlast us. Yeah. And so, and then pray for our country, pray for elected officials, and pray for those that are running. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs twenty nine two that when the righteous rule, the people yes. rejoice. That's right. But when the wicked reign, the people groan. Yes. And when it says when the righteous rule, that means when the righteous, those who are in right standing before God, right. increase in authority. Yeah. Yeah. And those, that those who understand biblical principles, yes. right, and then rule in accordance with the way that God has designed the world. Amen. I mean, that's just what makes sense, right? When when you run counter to the way that God has designed the world, mm-hmm. you're running counter to the, the to the designer, Amen. right? And you and I both know, right? It's like it's like driving on the tollway the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. It's just it's not it's not going to work. That's Eventually, not. this is going to lead to something that's not going to be helpful for you or the people that you're going the wrong way against. So, when we place people in positions of of leadership and authority, and they run counter to God's design for our country, for the way that the God has designed humanity and the world, um, and, and you know, the, the freedom to work, right? So when, when government comes in and replaces people working, um, you know, and takes away that right and that opportunity, right, we need to say, that, hey, here's that's the deal. Wrong. That's wrong. That's not going to work well. That's right. Right? When, when government comes in and says um, that we're going to protect, um, you know, the idea of, um, you know, sexual orientation, gender identity, right? 
in opposition to the way that God has designed humanity, right? God has created male and female. God has designed marriage for a man and a woman, Amen. right? And God has designed us to protect the unborn, Amen. right? And so just, you know, we're talking about the, 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 you know, the Dobbs decision, which overturned Roe versus Wade, when we see government actually doing the right thing mm-hmm. and saying, hey, people, you have an opportunity to say this is how things should be. That's right. So we need to make sure that we place people in, in positions of authority uh, that understand that. And, right. and I, you know, as, as we were just talking the Dobbs decision brought the pro-life issue back to the states. And so when you're thinking about this election in November, those state legislators you go. Right, are going to go down to Austin in January, yes. and they are going to protect the life of the unborn in Texas, and they are going to do some amazing things. I was just talking to another good friend who's a state representative, and they said, hey, here's the thing. All the, all the sexual orientation, gender identity stuff that's getting into the public schools Right, they're going to go down, and they're going to pass some bills in Austin. They're going to help protect, right, our teachers and our families from that stuff getting in. Amen. And we need to make sure that those people are placed in that position. So this November is a super, super, super. important election. Not that every election isn't important, mm-hmm. but the the ideas that are just progressing across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to make sure that as believers, we see those and we put people in positions where they can prevent those from affecting our families. Amen. And it's a super important thing. Amen. So Scott, thanks for um, reminding us of the importance of this particular, thanks for your service yes, sir. Uh, in, in being able to do that um, You know, for so many years and all the different ways that God has used you and your mm-hmm. gifts and your talents and your mm-hmm. abilities. And uh, I just appreciate you um, just talking to our parents about the importance of yeah. this particular election coming up. So, thank you, Dan. Thank, thank you for you. the platform. Amen. Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.